Hello everyone and welcome to our English podcast. At the beginning, I was thinking of the podcast, what is the target population? What are the topics I'm going to deal with? Who am I going to invite? With whom am I going to do my podcast? I shared the idea with my friend whom I met four months ago and she said, yes. And then we agreed on a date that we will brainstorm and put the ideas together and choose a name. I was talking to a friend and I asked him about different names and he proposed the English lab. And it was so suitable because I wanted to do many things in my podcast and not only education and not only teaching. That's why we chose the name the English lab. Hello everyone, this is Amani and Rahil. And this is our English Lab podcast. You may ask us why did we name it the English Lab and why did we decide to do it, Amani? Um, I think, Rahil, that all of us, like, we all have friends and we're talking and we have an interesting conversation. And at some point you think to yourself, oh, this is a very interesting conversation. Might as well share it with other people, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I got to know Rahil, and uh, she's a very interesting person. She's a teacher, and we met in uh, different workshops about teaching. And each time we meet, we have like the most interesting conversations about topics that interest teachers and students. And we thought to ourselves, why not start a podcast? Yes, and we first thought of making it just for teachers. And then after a long discussion, we decided to do it for teachers, for learners, and for all English speakers. Exactly, yeah. Because when you're talking about a teaching experience, it, it never excludes the students from the image. And at a certain point when we thought about students, we thought about youth and youth development and the amount of opportunities that uh, the youth can have and are missing because of misinformation and miscommunication. So we thought of this podcast like uh, we expect it to be a space where everybody is welcome to share experiences, etc., in order to help um, teachers slash students slash youth with whatever they are doing with their lives. Also, we tried to eliminate the victim considering yourself as a victim, actually, if I may say. So if always you consider yourself as a victim and you don't work on yourself, you do not develop yourself, you do not find other plans for yourself. For example, as a teacher, if I don't find the materials, I have to create them and not just blame the ministry or blame myself or blame the administration for that. And this can be summarized in a saying which I believe in a lot, which is, it's better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. And what do you think of it, Emin? I, I actually share the same saying because um, I think most of our generation tend to be perfectionists and we always look at the flaws that we see around us. Like, if I'm messing up, uh, the teacher is messing up, my friends are messing up, and we, we keep seeing... Um, everything that is wrong with whatever is happening around us and we never tend to uh, self-reflect or reflect on the things that we're actually not liking. And 
yeah, I think your point is 100% valid because it's crucial actually to always think about solutions for the current situations because if we continue to show discontent without doing anything about it, nothing is going to change. And I exactly. believe that the next generation that is coming, Rahil, and correct me on this if I'm wrong, they're more mm -hmm. um, solution-oriented than we are, and we're not that. Yeah. But I think that they, they seek solutions, but what they lack is how to do it and uh, a bit of an orientation. Exactly, absolutely, I do agree. So, Amani, and we decided also to talk about everything that went wrong in our educational system, and that's why we decided to host some educators in order to talk about this. Yeah, we'll, we'll have uh, teachers, we'll have students, we'll have people who do different jobs. Educators and inspectors. Exactly, um, people who do different yeah. jobs who used to be students at a certain point, right? and point of orientation and uh, Rahil and I were talking last time about how poorly, poorly oriented our uh, youth is and how they're very creative and as teachers uh, we see this all the time they're very creative but they lack orientation right and that's why we decided to talk about mental health also or psychological side so which is neglected in our society for students and teachers yeah, equally. I mean, when we talk about mental health, we tend to focus a lot on, on uh, students' mental health and we tend to forget that teachers also suffer from what we were talking about yesterday, burnout. Absolutely, yeah. Stress, yeah. in work and being... I think it's not only for novice teachers, it's for all teachers. If you put them in the unknown, they have the fear of the unknown. For example, you remember last time we did the seminar about uh, hybrid teaching and most of the teachers were afraid of this, though it was so easy to apply. You remember? Yeah. It's, it's like anything that is new to us and anything that puts us in a, an uncomfortable situation uh, looks like a threat. And again, this is justified by psychology and we can have different uh, episodes where we can talk about um, the different solutions that we can apply. And actually talking about these things makes it better because sometimes you feel that you're alone in your struggle. Yeah, exactly. You. So you can say, you choose that? Okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. So when, like, for instance, when I see Rahil and She's doing great at what she's doing. And I think to myself, oh, she's very brilliant. But then when I talk to her on a personal level and she tells me about how tired she is and the amount of struggles that she has every day to do um, what she's doing this good justifies everything that is happening in my life. Yeah. So sharing your experience and sharing your pain, sharing your knowledge. And we decided to share because... The bit we know, or that thing we know, we decided to share it because we thought that if we share with others, maybe we will help them overcome their pains, overcome their fears. For example, we decided to make an episode about the fear of inspector. Don't you think, Emen? Yeah. I think it's for all of us, Rahil. We're all uh, afraid of inspectors because even no. when we were young, 
when we used to be students, we used to see the inspector come in and see how stressful the situation was for our teacher. And there was very little communication about the topic. And then you think, yeah. well, inspectors are very mean and uh, he's going to judge me. And again, it relates to psychology because the fear of judgment and perfectionism yeah. thinking that, oh, it needs to go perfectly. And that someone is sitting back there and um, evaluating and um, criticizing, in a sense, my lesson is too much for you as a teacher slash human being. And this is why we thought about this, actually. And we're very blessed to have one of the nicest inspectors who made it better for yeah. us, I guess. And that's why we decided to host him on all, one of our episodes. And we decided to name it Breaking the Barriers with the, the Inspector. Exactly, and that's your spoiler number one, Rahil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great, so we are going also to talk about the rule of uh, social media in teaching. Yes. And do, do you think, Amani, that, for example, when you tell uh, parents, I personally have uh, struggled with parents at the first time. So when you tell them that they will study with social media, oh no, my son or my daughter, she's not going to use the phone. However, the phone is something of use for the students. We actually, we built this image of using technology in a bad way. True. Yeah. Instead, yeah. Of, instead of hacking the system, like I, I love hacking systems. And I think that it would be a smart move to actually, instead of, uh, because everything that you deprive students or young people from is wanted. And if you deprive them of their phones, they're constantly looking for them. So why not just hack the system and go to the, their comfort zone and introduce learning yeah. in a very smart way? And this is something they're very familiar with. They're internet natives. They know how to use it. I mean, I've never known what Snapchat score is. And we're newbies. <laughs> we're, we're internet yeah. natives too. But they know so much about how to use the internet and social media. So exactly. Smart move to uh, use it to educate. And do you remember that we talked about that in our seminar, the, the seminar that we did about hybrid teaching? And even some teachers, they are afraid of using social media or teaching online because they didn't use to do it and they are not trained to use it. So... We talked about in th that in the psychological side, but what do you think of it in the educational side? On an educational level, I think it's uh, very effective. Have, having this full-time access, I would say, I, I wouldn't describe it in a sense of full-time, full-time, but having this um, well-rounded classroom where you can have your students uh, following class and do whatever they have to do in class. And because of lack of time, you can't assess your students at times. You can't give them the proper materials. You can't give them everything you want to give them. And uh, absolutely, home and having access mm -hmm. to uh, videos, having access to assignments online, um, enhances yeah. the educational um, experience. I think. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, uh, not only that, we are going to talk about different topics. Uh, if we may mention some, for example, professional development, we are going to talk about large classes, teaching uh, skills, maybe. What else, uh, Amani? We're going to tackle various, various topics. And we, we just 
this again justifies why we called it the English lab because it's a big umbrella to mm -hmm. different topics that we can talk about. And I think every guest who's going to come along is going to bring with brilliant ideas um, related to um, how to teach certain things, how to learn certain things, how to cope with certain situations. Um, if we're talking about teachers, for instance, how uh, to teach reading, how to outline a course, how to do it, how to actually do it. And we're going to have some uh, ideas of how to uh, apply the things that we're learning on a daily basis as teachers. Uh, again, if we're talking about learners, youth clubs, yeah, uh, mainly, mainly we are going to talk about youth development, youth clubs, how can they influence them in civic engagement, for example, youth opportunities, scholarships, internships, and so on. So we are going to talk about different things that we want to benefit people from and we want to share because discussing me and Amani every day was really beneficial for us. That's why we wanted to share it with you people, if I may say so, in order to benefit you as well. Yeah, exactly. And Rahil, you spoke about students' clubs and I... Uh, it comes to my mind that you've created a club with your students in your high school. Yeah. Different mm -hmm. club, right? Can you tell us a bit about this? To, just to give everyone an idea. Yeah, actually, I have debate club, public speaking club, reading club, and green club. Actually, I created this because, because of this uh, thing that you always teach grammar, you always teach skills, but you never met your student outside of the class. And you never share with them what do you think really about civic engagement and about, about how to be useful for your society. About, for example, when we decided to do the debate club, I wanted to help them how to form their arguments and not discuss arbitra in an arbitrary way. I wanted to form them to be debaters and to be good citizens, to be ne negotiators. How can they react if they don't agree or if they agree, how can they, for example, defend a topic that they don't believe in? Also, for the reading club, we decided and we had an idea. And you have also a very bright idea. We had an idea of collecting all the books we read, collecting some quotes from the books we read and writing our book for our reading club. We planted many trees in our school. Once I, I hosted you last time, we spoke about Toastmasters. We spoke about public speaking, body language, and how this is important. The reading club is so important for me because uh, generally we read books, but we never reflect on them. So we reflect together. We share the ideas. And if I read a book and you read it, Amani, we have different perspectives and we have different ways of thinking. So we share our ideas and we discuss. And we decided also to, to write a book through from different uh, books we read. We chose quotes, and then we wrote, we wrote a book for our reading club. Also uh, for the green club, we planted some trees in the school, and we we are working on many uh, things to the environment for saving the environment. Also in public speaking, if you remember last time when I hosted you, Amani, you talked about Toastmasters. Is is it? Am I right? Exactly. Toastmasters for yeah. public yeah. yeah, and we talked about the importance of body language and how to express yourself and how can this uh, reduce your anxiety and shyness in front of people and how can this help you to be 
to fit in our society because sometimes we feel that we don't fit in the society since we are shy we cannot socialize with people so you don't you feel that you don't belong so this will help you mentally and physically and for your career in the future for example if you are having job interview you have to convince people in front of you uh, that you worth this job yeah what about you emeni i think you have also clubs with your students yeah i started um mirroring clubs to yours <laughs> i think i was inspired yeah. by the idea i really liked it and i i'm, I'm a firm believer of uh, the importance of such activities extracurricular activities and I mean I used to do events with my students all the time whenever there is um something that they can relate to as human beings as students as young people etc and like we did an event for breast cancer in October and uh, we have the debate club we have the reading club and I think that such soft skills are very neglected in our educational system and yeah allow me to criticize a bit but I see how much we lack in the incorporation of uh, soft skills in our curricula and I think the, the the main issue here is that we we think that educational the theory in education is way and far more important than practice and I think that this generation has proven us wrong on so many levels yeah and people are becoming YouTubers gamers etc and there are different jobs um where where you don't need education that much i mean education is really good for uh, discipline for several purposes but then again um it's not always the number one priority um and you would see like uh, people who were I i'd use the word nerds in school who do not do very well in social and this is i think i read it in a book uh... I don't know whether you know it why students uh, A work for student C and B for the government for Robert Kiyosaki and he spoke about that that's an that's an excellent title I'd love to read this book and yeah I, I think that um again when you go to work Rahil uh, I think we we were both uh, very implemented in the civic society and uh, we saw how much it impacted us and how much it helped us do our jobs and um yeah. I mean I I wouldn't demean other people who work with me but then again you could see that they really want to acquire the same skills that we have but sometimes they don't have enough time because again you started working and it's time to do the job and you don't have time to actually um go on activities of public speaking debate club etc and high school yeah. the time we actually have we have so much time in high school let's admit it and if you use it in the wrong direction many things can go wrong so yeah i'll add to that yeah go ahead please might as well learn some soft skills that are going to help you because as you said earlier like uh, public speaking public speakers are excellent negotiators uh, debaters are excellent negotiators public speakers very well in um, marketing for instance they yeah. do, you know they can be teachers etc so having um this shift from being an introvert to being able to express yourself without changing who you are um can mm -hmm. only be uh reached through such activities 
Exactly. And I'll add to that that most of my students, because I started the uh, the clubs in my school in uh, 2015, so most of my students who were in my clubs, they are now in uh, university clubs and they organize events themselves. So uh, this helped them to be active at university. So our first days at university would be like, I'm afraid I don't fit in. Uh, I'm afraid they won't like me. I study and I go home. So, which is supposed to be the period that you develop yourself and you work on yourself in. Yeah, discover yourself also. So, uh, for example, last time uh, we spoke uh, with a friend of mine uh, whose name is Manel, and I pass her the, the hi from here. So, um, uh, she told us about how she spent seven years studying uh, medicine and then she changed because she discovered herself through these years and she des- she decided that, okay, I don't fit medicine. I will work on different things. So, and she selected diplomacy instead. So, why not? Exactly. And if, she, if Manan, and she's an inspiration to many people, if Manan was not equipped with the proper skills that are needed yeah. for her to be a negotiator and for her to take such a brave step to change from something that she didn't feel like she fit in to something that was far more interesting to her. These skills are what actually helped her. And Rahim, let's talk again about how young people are very, uh, are obliged to choose, uh, I'd say obliged, are obliged to choose their path in a very early age. We should tackle this yeah. uh, in one of the episodes, like uh, because they're very young. Exactly. And I think that if you align it again with psychology, in that period of time, they are trying to discover who they are, and they they don't have a well formed identity. And I think many of us still struggle with their identity, but still, um, seventeen, eighteen, sixteen years old is very early for them to choose something that they're gonna do with their life for the rest of their lives. Exactly. I, I do agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, Amani, also, we talked about teachers, students, and learners, and youth development. And also, we are going to make some episodes about how to acquire languages or how to acquire English, tips for learning English. So, there will be some episodes about that. I love the fact that you use the word acquire, um, because, mm-hmm. again, by watching this podcast... <laughs> You're receiving and you're actually learning subconsciously and um, yes. you can learn through the different tips and activities that we can suggest during the podcast. And yeah, I hope it would be an, an, an interesting experience for everybody who's going to be uh, listening to us. And um, again, let's come back to the notion of podcasts because I'm, I'm very proud yeah. <laughs> I do listen to podcasts. I, go to work listening to podcasts i uh, yeah whatever i'm doing i'm always listening to a podcast and believe me even when i'm studying i'm always listening to a podcast because you you're doing something might as well try to use it to learn and if you enjoy listening to someone and i think all of us have a favorite podcast yeah and i think it's it's like you're doing a thing you're doing for example your tasks or you're preparing something and at the same time, you're listening to something. You're, you're acquiring, you're multitasking. 
you're acquiring new things, you're learning about new topics, cultivating yourself, and at the same time, you're doing your job. So it's a great thing, isn't it? It is. It is. And I, I used to do uh, my start. I started with audiobooks. And then mm-hmm. I, I thought that books are too valuable to be heard. <laughs> exactly. I was, I was about to say that, but you, you said it. I tried uh, to listen to Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, while yeah. I'm reading it, and I used to skip pages. Great book. As I was, mm. yes, it's a great book. And we should have some book suggestions during the podcast. Yeah, why not? From the book club, who can discuss about um, specific topics related to books. But then again, uh, my point is, I will. I try to skip some pages, like listen to them. But then you see that uh, books are way more valuable. However, when you're trying to acquire knowledge or things that we're talking about right now you can find them in research papers which are too long and boring you can find them in yeah are very technical and boring at the same time and i think that um, in our time nobody has enough time to actually go and look for specific techniques in a pile of words yeah, sitting and listening or driving and listening to a podcast about teaching, especially for novice teachers, they don't have platforms to go to. I was a novice teacher and I learned by myself. Uh, I attended uh, conferences, workshops. I attended webinars. I looked for online courses. So why not a podcast? Yeah, and adding to that, that's why we name it the English Lab, because we didn't want to limit our podcast to teaching or learning. We wanted to talk about many things, books, English as a language, teaching, learning, youth development, teachers' development. So we wanted to tackle a lot of things and benefit the teacher, the learner, and those who want to acquire the language. So, Emani, I think... This is the summary of our podcast. So uh, a last word, maybe. Um, I think this episode, if this pilot episode, I'd call it, has a takeaway, it would be, um, I'm sorry, if it has a takeout, it would be that um, we we created this podcast in uh, the purpose of helping people uh, purely. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we really actually try to help everyone. And I think that it would be an enjoyable experience for us as well. It's not yeah. it's not a job for us uh, or anything. We're, we're doing this out of pure, honest work, and we're trying to help everyone around us because we did not have yeah. people who helped us. And <laughs> I always say this, I'm doing this for the high school that I was. I'm doing this for the novice teacher that I was and still am for different stages of your life where you needed someone and didn't and I think it's yeah. for us to, to to do so yeah thank you Amani yeah actually also I also I always receive um, messages from my colleagues from friends Tahil do you have this handout Tahil do you have an idea about this thing my students miss do you have an idea about this internship do you have an idea about this club and this so on so why not uh, talking about this for not only our students, not only our colleagues and our friends, maybe others will listen to us. Maybe we will help someone who couldn't ask for help. Exactly. 
Yeah. So I think that's a wrap up to yeah. today's intro. Um, yes. Thank you so much, Emeni. And uh, what do you tell them for the next episode? So I think we're not going to spoil um, yeah. the title. Um, I, I just say stay, stay tuned and something very interesting is going to come along. And it's not going to be only me and Rahim. It's going to be someone else who's going to be present with us. Join us, yes. So we will have guests, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. And I promise you that it's someone who's super interesting and I'm sure you're going to love the first episode. Yeah, exactly. So this was our English Lab podcast. Thank you so much and see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.